Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Thank you for joining us for today's Trashy Divorces. Hey, friends, Alicia here. Hoping everyone had a groovy Thanksgiving for all who celebrated. I'm really excited you're joining us today for another Coming Around Again episode. A little less Aaron Spelling in this one, but still connected. My subject today, Loretta Young, had a half-sister, Georgina Young, who was married to Ricardo Montalban for decades in a very happy marriage, a little Aaron Spelling fantasy island. How do you even find these spider webs? They live in my brain. <laughs> I'm really happy y'all are here for these spider webs that live in my brain. Our story today, Loretta Young, not as happy of a tale. We're taking this one back from the Patreon vault all the way back, September 2020, right after we published the Clark Gable story on the main feed. These two connect Loretta Young and Clark Gable with an illegitimate child and the secret that Loretta keeps for years. But Loretta Young keeps more secrets than that. There's a lot of dysfunction in this one with themes that still resonate into today's times. From many moons ago, from the looser and a little <laughs> bit sillier Patreon, now presenting Loretta Young. Let's go, go, go. Hello, Alicia. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Trash Pandas. So I understand that you have a tale of Hollywood's trash-tacular history today. One of the greatest non-publicity stunts ever pulled in Hollywood, hmm. and you don't even know the whole story. I may it's, know none of the story. It's a great story. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about Loretta Young and the illegitimate child of Clark Gable. Mm. But I want to set the scene. I do have to say Loretta Young shares my grandmother's birthday, January 6th. She's a Capricorn baby. So I am always partial a little bit to Loretta Young. And weird flex, but I'll take it. I think you're going to recognize a few similar traits. Mm, you're going to okay. love the story. Okay. Now, we need to go back and set the scene here. Clark Gable, early 1930s, breaking into acting. He is carrying on with the married Joan Crawford and, well, anyone else he can find to carry on with and his poor wife. As you do, yeah. Rhea, at home in the other bedroom that you dropped mm -hmm. off to go back out. What was it? Brick making? Coding. He was taking coding, night, night coding. classes. That's it. That's it. Okay. He was building websites. So Louis V. Mayer, right? He was scoping the Facebook pages Trying of some other Hollywood stars. Keep... The two top properties in line, but it's scandal. So let's get to 1934. Clark is still married. Supposedly. 1934 is the year of a little film called It Happened One Night. It is a delightful film in every single way. It is a screwball comedy. Claudette Colbert is amazing. 
It has wit and banter and the clothes and the tension of this impossible love affair. If you can get your hands on it, happen one night, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Hollywood and the public agree with me. It happened one night does get the Grammy Yahtzee. It wins the big five. Best picture, best director, best screenplay, best actress, and best actor for Clark Gable, who wins his first Oscar in 1934. If I could jump in, you said Grammy Yahtzee, and I'm pretty sure you meant Oscar Yahtzee, but... Just making sure you're paying attention. Paying attention. Good job. Oscar Yahtzee. So it was a musical, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) So Frank Capra is going to win for Best Direction and Picture. There's a dude named Robert Riskin who will win for the screenplay adaptation of It Happened One Night. Fun little spider web here. You may know Robert Riskin because of his future wife, a lady named Faye Ray, who starred opposite King Kong in that 1933 film. Starred opposite a giant animatronic hand. Robert Riskin and Faye Ray do not get married until 1942, but again, that's not the point of this story. The point of this story is it happened one night, won five Oscars, and Clark Gable is now the man in Hollywood. So off Clark goes to do his next film. It's called Call of the Wild. And this one, his new young leading lady co-star, the aforementioned beautiful, lovely Capricorn girl, Loretta Young. Now, Loretta Young was a child star. She's been in films since the tender age of three. She transitions to ingenue and then actress. But let's talk about Loretta for a hot minute. When she's 17... She elopes with her co-star, a 26-year-old man named Grant Withers. (sighs) That marriage is annulled in a year. Like, there's no love left laying in the dust on that one. But now Loretta Young is free and ready to move on. Which sounds fine, but I need to tell you about Loretta Young's Catholicism, piety, nice girl thing. That's the image she cloaks herself in. So on set... Loretta carries a swear jar, and if you cuss, you have to put a quarter in it for the nuns. I mean, that's that's a hefty chunk of change back then. A, a quarter these days, like, honestly, who has paper and metal money anymore? But Do you want to hear my very favorite thing ever about Spencer Tracy? Yeah. He goes on set. So he just so charming. stuff a hundred in there? No, he's like, here's a 20, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> Here's a 20, go fuck yourself. Correct answer. (laughs) Spencer Tracy. Okay. And for real, like Loretta Young is getting around, but the role of this religious, pious virgin thing is her little shield that she wraps herself in. And so the rumor goes, she also wraps herself in Clark Gable. Mm. He's irresistible. Mm -hmm. She's 22. He's 34. Mm -hmm. He's still married. Clark is rebounding a bit at this point because Joan Crawford has dumped Clark for her next husband, Franchotone. So Clark's bummed, dumped, still married, but dumped. And, uh, whoops, Loretta Young, co-star, is pregnant. Now we have a problem or an opportunity. Abortions in Hollywood are a total thing, then and now. And normally the process... If you find yourself in that way, you're and you're a star, you're admitted to the hospital for exhaustion uh, for a few days, and then 
you're in for a few days and you've rested, and it's fine, but not Loretta Young. She is staunchly Catholic, and there will never be enough quarters for the nuns if she has an abortion, like that her mortal soul cannot right. even fathom that. So what happens? This is just genius. Loretta Young totally hides a secret pregnancy from all of Hollywood. Nobody knows. Clark Gable doesn't know. No one knows. She, it's top secret. When she starts to show, she's like, cheerio, pip pip, I'm going to England on vacation, just taking a little time off, and she's there for a while, because she's yeah definitely doing something, but Hollywood's like, hey, uh, Loretta, you ever coming back? And Loretta's like, oh, pip pip, you see, when I got here, this condition from childhood that I had cropped up and... I just simply have to stay here to recover. My whooping cough has come back (laughs) dangerously. Childhood. Condition from childhood, Mm. right? Okay, so somehow, under the dark of night, Loretta Young does get herself back to Venice, California. She's going to hide out at her mom's house where she will give birth to a daughter, November 6th, 1935. This daughter is named Judith named after and in honor of St. Jude, who is the patron saint Mm -hmm. of difficulties. My grandmother loves Loretta Young. Like, I totally get why. Mm -hmm. That'll be a quarter for the nuns. Yes. Okay. So baby Judy does not go with Loretta because Loretta's single. And woo, I just have a no. So baby Judy is going to spend the next almost two years shuffling through various orphanages. Until like 19 months after her birth, Loretta Young is like, oh, I think I'm going to go to that nice orphanage run by the nuns and adopt not one but two kids. Well, and look at this child. I have to adopt her. She looks just like me. So Loretta Young is going to adopt her own sure, daughter sure. out of the orphanage along with another child just to... I was marveling at the cleverness. Oh, my God. She legitimizes her own child. She way. legitimizes her own child. That's exactly right. So Loretta Young is not going to tell Judy, her daughter, who her birth father is for like 30 years. Although Hollywood gossips about it forever. Like, Judy's Clark Gable ears are a pretty strong sign yeah. that... Uh, but it's a rumor. There's nothing been verified. Sure. Loretta never speaks of it. And Loretta's going to go on to marry again. And Judy's going to take her new father's name. And so when Judy's like 31, Judy goes to Loretta Young. And she's like, Mom, come on and just tell me the truth. And Loretta Young says, yes, you are Clark Gable's child. I couldn't, I didn't want to tell you to have you live with the fact that you're a walking mortal sin. Oh, yeah. So, that is not well. She, but she just didn't want Judy to grow up with that. But that's yeah. how Catholic she is. It's right. like, okay. But hold on, you don't know the whole story. So Loretta Young stays really quiet about all of it until like 1998, 99. She's working with a biographer, and she will tell that biographer that Clark Gable is in fact Judy's father. That book is not published until after her death. That's not the whole story. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Okay, the wife of Loretta Young's son, okay, so Loretta Young's daughter-in-law, will say in 2015, that same time in 1998, she is with Loretta Young and the biographer. They're taking notes. They're all working together, and Larry King is on TV. This is 1998, and Larry King that night is talking about date rape, and Loretta Young is like, what, what is this? I don't like Loretta Young, super Catholic, super pious and right. Sheltered. And I wouldn't say sheltered, but does cloak herself into being very proper. Okay. I mean, you have a cuss jar for fuck's sake. Okay. So Loretta Young is like, explain date rape. I I don't, I don't understand what he's talking about. This concept doesn't. And so the daughter-in-law is explaining like, the concept of date rape to this very proper lady and essentially it's like when you say no, rape doesn't have to be by, it can just be you not giving consent. And Loretta Young has this whole new, I'm getting chills like dawning of comprehension come over her. And she says, that's what happened with Clark Gable. And Loretta Young goes on to explain that they were on an overnight train. They had separate sleeping compartments when Clark Gable busts in to commence his dirty deed. She never told anybody that it was rape because she didn't know that rape was a thing. And she has spent going on 50 fucking years conditioning herself to, like, she holds herself absolutely terribly at fault for it because her thought and misogyny, again, another win for the way you fuck up women, it's a woman's job to fend off the man. And well, if you can't do that, it's a failure on your part, not theirs. Sure. And to be fair, the celibate Catholic clergy, at least in theory, doesn't exactly have a ton of life experience to contribute to these conversations, right? To be fair. It's just shameful. Yeah. I mean, how many women do feel that way? Oh. Oh, I didn't say no hard enough. Mm. I probably asked for it. You know, like. I this think it's is the, the most normal the reaction. Conversation mm. we're still having today. Yeah. So she has held on to this, like, I failed for 50 years. And again, I didn't want my daughter to know that she was not conceived in love. 
And the daughter-in-law says, like, you can just see the guilt and the comp, like the guilt coming off and the comprehension dawning in. So it wasn't, she didn't have a torrid affair with Clark Gable. Nope. He sort of forced himself on her one night on a train and and she she's lived with the consequences for the rest of her life and carries off the greatest yeah. trick in Hollywood for secret pregnancy and let me adopt this two-year-old. That keeps her family together, which is remarkable. Isn't Loretta Young kind of a badass? Yeah. So this whole secret actually remains under wraps until both Loretta Young and her daughter Judy pass away. Now, there are some people in Hollywood who are like, nah, I don't believe this. They were definitely fooling around on the set. Clark Gable and Loretta Young will go on to work together on another movie in the future. So, Which is in no... Right. Well, the typical male thinking is, like, Loretta was not an idiot, and if she was compromised by him at all, she never would have done that. But to your point, I would like to counter that Catholic guilt is super strong and will allow for a tremendous amount of restructuring of events in your brain. Trust me on that one. I mean... The Catholic force is strong. You know, if Me Too has taught us anything, it is that not just Hollywood, but like in industries, all industries, women end up working beside their attackers sometimes for years after the attack. Sometimes the attacks are ongoing. Yeah. And... For financial reasons, for whatever, they don't have the option of just walking away. Yeah. Loretta Young, total badass. Mm. Loretta's going to go on to marry two more times. She will actively support Republican politics. She campaigns for Eisenhower. She supports Nixon and her buddy Ron Reagan, too. She's famous friends with Jane Wyman. Loretta's going to continue to act. She's going to retire in the 60s, but is going to continue to work on screen. She also does a ton of charity work with her BFFs, Jane Wyman, mm-hmm. Irene Dunn, and Rosalind Russell. Hmm. Oh, also. From 1953 to 1961, Loretta Young is the host of her own television program called The Loretta Young Show. It runs for eight years and is the longest running program hosted by a woman up to that time. Hmm. Loretta Young also has not one but two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, one for movies and one for television. Let's add a little bit of extra shine and glitter in. She also has a golden palm star on the Walk of Stars in Palm Springs dedicated to her as well. All right. And that is a little vignette and drop down on Loretta Young. I feel like there should be an orphanage named after her. Probably. Like, what a story Mm -hmm. that is. Loretta Young, Capricorn lady. Yeah. Do it myself. I no, made this list about how I'm going to go to Europe and have a secret love, chi- secret hate, secret something child. God bless herself. Can you imagine? I mean, well, I, young. I, uh, yeah, I think I can. I, boy, like we're so much closer to equality than we were then, although we're still quite far from it. And like, yes, I think I can imagine her confusion about what exactly was going on there. And, but to craft this master plan to, have the child, and then have the child in the sunshine. Very smart. Unagi. <laughs> That's a good plan. And also today, right now, and probably forevermore, Clark Gable's kind of an asshole. I think so. I'm writing right now a deeper dive into Carol Lombard, who is just the 
profane angel of trash candy. I love her so much. And we'll talk about how Clark gets redeemed a little, but maybe Clark Gable is a date rapist. Sounds like. There's absolutely no reason that, you know, 75-year-old Loretta Young would have to lie about that. There's zero reason for her to invent that at that late stage. I mean, 85, but you've got... Yeah, conditioning Mm -hmm. that you've told yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. Guilt doesn't go away for, you know, you blame yourself. Anyway. Yeah. Lorena Young, Hollywood badass. Yep. That was great. Not an interesting vignette, sort of. Mm -hmm. Because it is talked about. It's rumored about, like, oh, of course she's the love child of Clark Gable. And of course, because it's easy to believe about Loretta. Mm Mm-hmm. She eloped at 17. Of course she's fast. Of course she's loose. Like, you know, even if it's rumored, never verified. But then that whole bit comes out at the end, which is either salvaging some kind of reputation or, in fact, what really happened. And it just took 75 years for the story to be revealed. Yeah, I guess if you're working with a biographer, there is an argument that there was a lot of reason to suddenly turn that into a, I did nothing wrong. But still, tremendous story. I'm bringing the trash to the table. Tenacious. Bringing the trash. That's what I do. That is a tenacious lady. Loretta Young. Mm-hmm. Love her. All right. Here's a 20. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, that's literally my favorite quote from Spencer Tracy of all time. I just, I adore it. Oh, Loretta Young. What a story. I love the trashy tales of old Hollywood. And for real, that Spencer Tracy quote stands up. Oh, yeah. One of my bosses tried to institute a cuss jar for our team of trainers and curriculum developers a long time ago. At the time, our department (laughs) was in the middle of human resources, hence the attempt of the cuss jar, which we all pulled a Spencer Tracy, each put in a $50 bill and just cussed away. Sure. All proceeds to charity, of course. Anyway, a few months later, our foul-mouthed little group was conveniently placed on an entirely different floor, on an alternate side of the building. Good times. Big shout out to that motley little crew. That is a corporate solution if I've ever heard one. As far as trash cans in this story, Clark Gable gets a lot. Yeah. As does the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Roman Catholic Church for the amazing guilt tricks it has played on our mortal souls for many, many a century now. Loretta Young, though? Courageous and determined, and hey, secret Hollywood pregnancy, adoption, what a tale. Trash Pandas, thank you for joining us today for that long-ago vignette of a tale. We appreciate you being here and for your support in all the ways, telling your friends about us, your kind reviews and emails, your support on Patreon. We are so thankful for this community. That is the truth. Trash Pandas, we are going to be back this Wednesday for an all-new Trash Candy-filled episode Until we meet again then, my darlings. I want you to keep those hands clean. Keep those hearts trashy, friends. Smash the patriarchy for good measure, too. Yeah. (laughs) Big love, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's sydneyvsmith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. 
check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.